Chapter 9. Chestnuts. A Bookshop in Soho, 2019. Crowley, what's all this? Crowley looks up from behind the pile of bags he's brought in. See the brown paper, the plastic sacks too. They tumble over Aziraphale's kitchen table. Celery stalks spear through the top. There's a promising slender bag, just big enough for a bottle of wine. We're eating in tonight. Aziraphale quirks a brow, a twitch of the lip. Are we now? Yep, gonna make a thing, Crowley says, a scoundrel grin on his face. What sort of thing? Aziraphale asks, mildly doubtful. He fusses with his pocket watch, frowns slightly. Remember that pastor you had in New York? Said it might discorporate you. It was paperwork inducing. Aziraphale puts a hand on the counter, leaning in. He remembers a night in Manhattan. Glittering lights and black sky pierced by tall buildings. They had walked through Midtown. Crowley's lazy hips like a swing. Aziraphale, constantly conscious of Crowley's elbow there, wrapped in a black coat. Empty and untaken. I wanted to take it. I loved you then. He remembers the dinner at Gramercy Tavern. See the large dining table, the cream walls and the hush of the perfect service. The napkins folded and laid on the plates, the shined silverware, the bouquets of flowers strung throughout the room. Roses, yes, and Aster too. There had been a chestnut agnolotti, handmade pockets of pasta dough folded carefully with expert fingers around a mildly sweet chestnut puree. Set within a warm cream sauce of leeks and celeriac, celery salt and shaved black truffle. A bit of lemon juice at the finish, just to make it pop. Aziraphale remembers this. I wish I could have this every day, he had said. He had meant the dish, the company too. Crowley leaning forward on his elbow, the fork of his fingers absently tracing his long throat. His eyes hidden behind the dark glasses. Impossible to tell in the low light. Aziraphale had watched the tines of his hand, those long fingers kept clean, kept off his plate. You can reach over. Take me, swallow me up. Order me every day. Order me whenever you like. You're making the agnolotti, my dear, Aziraphale asks. He sounds breathless. He shouldn't be so winded over pasta. The idea of it, Crowley in his kitchen, oil on his hands, four eggs in the center of the flour well, kneading the dough together, the smell of chestnuts roasting in his oven, the light of the tree from the other room... Aziraphale would lean over the counter, wine on his lips, his dark red tongue. He'd nick a bit of chervil, maybe a chestnut, still warm and slick with butter from the pan. No, Crowley says, smirking. 
His hair gleams like a holiday, red and shining with light. I want to touch you, brush your hair back from your forehead, wake up with you in the morning, see what it looks like then when you're soft and sleep must, lines from the pillow pressed on your face. No, Aziraphale says. Crowley is still smiling, pulling the axe out of the bag. A bottle of wine, unsalted butter, olive oil and cream. We're making the Agnolotti, Angel. Crowley arches his brow, his smile growing more devilish. Properly rakish, a demon in good humour. It's Aziraphale's favourite look on him, this beloved mischief. My dear, I can't cook. You know that. You saw what happened in the kitchen last time. Dreadful thing, those poor cupboards. Crowley laughs. I'm going to be here to put out any fires. He pauses. Literal and metaphorical there. Look, it's gonna be fine. I'll show you how. He tilts his head, takes his sunglasses off, his coat too. After a moment, he pauses and kicks the boots off as well, leaving them near the kitchen door. Look at him, more slender without a jacket, his sleeves rolled up to the elbows, his bare feet on Aziraphale's floor, his eyes like tinsel. One hand held out, red hair dusted over the knuckles, beckoning him over. His heart feels very warm. Come here, angel, Crowley says, taking Aziraphale by the hand and leading him up to the counter. Three cups of flour are measured out, four eggs cracked in the well. You add the salt now, yeah? Crowley says, his voice at Aziraphale's ear, just behind him. How much? A couple of pinches, not too much. Just enough to keep it interesting. Add the salt, break the yolks. Things don't have to stay as they are. The smell of chestnuts in the air, the waft of butter. Crowley takes his hands and shows Aziraphale how to slowly incorporate the flour into the eggs, how to bring it all together in a firm and kneaded dough. Like that, yeah? Crowley says, still behind him. Warm and steady, his fingers measured against Aziraphale's own. Longer and thinner, a perfect counterbalance. Salt to keep things interesting. A heartbeat like the swell of a song. Silver bells. Yes, just like that.